And welcome back to the Greg Horrendous Show. And we have someone, and we do our research here, that is a huge boss fan. We have the head basketball coach from the University of Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana, Mike Bray on the Greg Horrendous Show. Mike, what's up, my man? Uh, Greg, it's great to be with you, and I love that music. Yeah, I'm oh. uh, I listen to that uh, XM radio station, uh, yes. Springsteen station, no question. I get into that and haven't seen him in concert in a while, but love him, man. You know what? I, I mean, the great thing is that you must come back. You come back here a lot to recruit, so you must get your fix of uh, Springsteen. Why Springsteen? When did Who turned you on to the boss? I think I really got into that probably when I was at GW. You know, gotcha. I, gotcha. I'll tell you why. When I played at GW, there there was a lot of New Jersey, New York students at oh, yeah. Washington University. Right. And, you know, that was their stuff and was hanging around. I had New Jersey teammates, and I think they got me into it back in the mid-'80s and right. uh, I've been a believer ever since. You know, I, you know, when it comes to Jersey, it's the boss and Chris Christie. Those are my boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you, what, what about Christie, man? He's in hot water back here now. He shut down the beach. He shut down the beach, and then he went to the beach. What's your take? We don't get political on the show, but what's your take on that whole deal? Well, you know, he's my man because I know he's my he's my man because when I started at the University of Delaware, exactly. he's a Delaware grad. I know that, and was real supportive. And his daughter is a manager for me, and will be a senior. Oh, that I so, did not know. Okay, so, yeah, so Christie's daughter a, is your manager now at Notre Dame. There, Christie is our manager. Ah, oh, so yeah, he is a diehard ND Hoops guy, and, and uh, sure, games. And, you know, uh, but we go way back to the Delaware days, way before he was in politics, and you know, uh, you know, I still oh, yeah. uh, had more hair, you know, back in those <laughs> days in the nineties. Hey, Mike, <laughs> t- t- this show is about the beginnings of of people. Not so much. Everyone knows that Mike Bray. Uh, well, let me just fill in our audience. 17 years. I can't believe that, Mike. You've been at Notre Dame for 17 years, close yeah. to 400 wins, 22 wins a year, three sweet 16s, back-to-back elites, won the ACC championship, Big East coach, the whole gambit. Everyone knows that. I want to know about the seventh grade, Mike Bray. Like, wh- How did you get to where you are today? And I know, obviously, your mom and dad and your uncle – uh, played key roles, but tell me about the genesis of Mike Bray. There's no question, Greg. I was so fortunate to be raised by two educators. My parents, Paul and Betty Bray, were teachers and coaches, um, and, yes. and the dinner table talk was what they did with their teams or their classes. And right. then as a youngster, I would you know journey along to my dad's games or they they ran a swimming pool in the summer and, and they yes. taught swimming and I was around that all the time. My friend, my mom actually swam in the fifty six Olympics. I know that. So you, so you had an amazingly high level athlete, kind of a woman before her time. Yes. So I, I was really fortunate around them. I had an uncle who played on Duke's At first Duke. ACC championship team in in, in nineteen sixty. Jack Bullen and those guys really that that crew was really you know they got me going and and yep. what then what started was I started going to Morgan Luton's basketball camp when yes. I was 10 years old. Yes. And from 10 to about 
15, you listened to coach lecture and you were around the DeMatha players. They were the counselors. And my dream was then to go play there. And, and I was fortunate enough to go to DeMatha and be around Morgan as a young guy. Uh, and then I was even more fortunate that after I played at GW, Greg, I went back and started my teaching and coaching career at DeMatha with him, exactly. which was an amazing experience. I was yes. 23 years old and had my own team, had the JV, helped Coach Wooten, taught history. You know, in Catholic school, you don't make any darn money, but, man, I was learning every day and, mm-hmm. and loving it. And then, you know, down to Duke in 87, I was fortunate <clears> enough to go down there. I think Mike Kay, one of the younger guy. You know, and, and certainly had an unbelievable eight years. That was, you know, Hurley's run and Leitner and Hill and right. that crew. And yes. Then to Delaware in 95, and, and we had a good run there for five years. And like you said, now we're going on year 18 here in South Bend. It's, it's kind amazing. of hard to believe. T- tell me about, I'm going to throw a name out at you, Billy Mecca. What kind of game did – everyone's going to talk to you about Adrian Dantley and all the rest, yes. but tell me about Billy Mecca, who now is an associate AD up at Quinnipiac University. Did, did Billy Mecca Billy play? Mecca, Billy, Billy Mecca, I was a young guy at the <laughs> camp when Billy was older at the math and like Coach Wooten's older point guard. Gotcha. You know, undersized guy. <laughs> That's for sure, yes. Would fight, would fight yes. anybody in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, in a pickup game, um, just a tough, confident dude. Gotcha. And he's really he still he's is. really found a home at Quinnipiac. No, he's, he's done a, for a long time. He's done a great, great job there. He's a good man. But, but Billy, getting back to Morgan Wooten, uh, just like here in New Jersey, we have a jewel in Bob Hurley. Just tell me about Morgan Wooten and his presence and the impact he had on you and, and all the people that came out of DeMatha? Well, I was just so fortunate that, you know, I played for him, and then I was able to go back and coach with him and start my career. I mean, there, yes. you know, I draw on my experience from Coach every day. Yep. You know, he was the ultimate teacher. He was the ultimate educator. You know, he and a Bob Hurley have so much in common, how they touched young people and helped them grow and make them better man, and, and uh, I, I was just so very fortunate. I still stay in close touch with him, but he was he was the ultimate educator. I thought he yes. was a great confidence giver. It's something I probably tried to steal from, giving young people confidence and being able to connect with them, and sure. um, watching him do that and learning from him as a player and then as an assistant, right. it really set me up for everything I've done since. If I didn't have the Mapa yes. Morgan Wooten experience, I, I'm I don't know. I don't. I certainly wouldn't be coaching at Notre Dame. Now, Mike, you're we we do a ton, Kenny. Do we not of research on our guests? Is that oh, true? Yes. And I do all of it, Kenny. Is that true? That's true. <laughs> so our research <laughs> staff is me. The one thing that doesn't make any sense, Mike, in your career, okay? You you ready for it? Yep. How did you get to Northwestern State in Louisiana? I'm like, great, I'm just, I'm just, question. I have, there's got to be a story. What's yeah, the story behind is. it? I'm, I'm a senior at DeMatha, getting ready to be the starting point guard as a senior. Yep. I get mono. I get mono in oh, like God. December, knocks me out for about a month, six weeks. Yeah. Well, the back, the backup point guards, you'll recognize these names. Yep. You know, Sure. Uh, Sidney Lowe was a 10th grader, <laughs> and Dutch Morley, who was a hell of a player at Maryland. Yeah, no, I remember Dutch Morley, well, sure. Yeah. 
you know, they were to back up lineup after being out a month. That just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so the only offers I had. Okay. At the end of my senior year, and thank God for Five Star Camp at uh, Radford, Five Star of the South, because yes. I was healthy the summer before, and I had two offers that hung with me, University of Vermont okay. and Northwestern Louisiana, and I visited Northwestern after the season, and it was beautiful out, and it was oh, southern yeah. sure. charm, and I'm like, I'm going here. The coach <laughs> was a great guy, and, that's, and I probably, you know, Greg, it's funny, fate. If I would have graduated from there, yep. maybe I'm a high school coach in Louisiana. Oh, I always right. thought I'd be a high school coach. Sure, sure. But he got he got fired right before my senior year, and I decided to come back. And I sat out here and interviewed, uh, and then played for Jerry Gimbelstab as a senior, and I, then went right over with Coach Wooten, you know, and started. So my that's it. That, that was my next question. You transferred, and now we live, Mike, and people don't do it too much. I don't think from the University of Notre Dame, but the transfer issue that we have in college basketball, it's really hit home here in the NEC uh, conference in Fairleigh Dickinson. Like, you transferred, and that was the reason the head coach was fired at uh, Northwestern Louisiana, and that's how you wound up at GW. That's how I got back to GW. That was a blessing. I played one year for Bob Talent the year I sat out, who was an Adolph Rupp guy. Wow. Who actually transferred to GW himself. And okay. then he got fired right when I was getting eligible. And then Jerry Gimmelstab came in off of Bob Knight's staff. And I had a really good senior wow. year. I was a fifth-year guy. Sure. Uh, he wanted me to stay as a grad assistant. But I was what I would do in the summers, which was amazing training, I would coach the Mantle Summer League team, oh, 30, God. 40 games Jeez. in the summer. So I'm yes. working the camp. I'm coaching that. I mean, it was just unbelievable training, and I really right. thought that Coach Wood made a great point. He said, you need to have your own team. That's why you need to come over with me. I'm going to give you the JV. Uh, you need to have your own team. Yes. You need to make your decision. And he was so right and uh, was with him for five years and then went down with Mike Krzyzewski for eight. Mike, I'm going to put you on the spot. Top three or top five DeMatha basketball players. Go. Well, you got to go Dantley, who's oh, also, you know, one of our indeed. top three out here yes. at Notre Dame. Yes. You know, there's no question. Um, you know, Ferry would have to be in there. Danny Jim, Ferry Danny would have Ferry. to be in there. Um, a Bob Whitmore and a Sid Catlett are guys that played against Lou Alcindor and broke his streak when they played at the University of Maryland. Actually, both of those guys played here at Notre, Notre Dame, Dame as well. Yeah. Um, you know, with Sidney Lowe. And a Derek Wittenberg or guys, and, you know, <laughs> Kenny. You know, these that, are names, man. I, this I is one high school. Kenny Carr, or, yeah. you know, it's there's a there is a lot, a lot of guys that have come through there. We actually have a freshman, a current freshman from Dematha right now, in DJ Harvey. Okay, wow, that's tremendous. Now, now you go to Duke, and it's like, I mean, you believe now that I'm looking at it factually. Uh, I, I've got to say, hopefully you don't you don't mind. Like a charm, not a you've worked really hard, Mike, but a charmed life. I mean, you go from oh, been you've been you go from Morgan Wooten to Mike Shashevsky. I I've mean, come on, man. Hey, and you know, Greg, as I've said, if if I couldn't figure this business out after working for Morgan and Mike, I really need to get in <laughs> to be a pharmaceutical rep. You need to get rid of me real quick. I mean, that's the oh. what is that? The, that's the John Hopkins Harvard yes. training of, of oh. basketball. So, 
you know, really fortunate. You know, Mike's, you know, you're not going to get a college job from a high school usually. That doesn't happen. Doesn't and, happen. And, but I think Mike wanted a younger guy that was going to be with him a while and not someone right. who just wanted to make a quick hit and be a head coach. Yes. And I was with him for eight years. Um, and it was, you know, it was magical. We had Bobby, obviously. And, it, yes. You know, it was six Final Fours. It, you know, what? It, 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 it was the the run. It was Duke. Like was, Duke. Duke is run. still Duke, but back then, that was a run. Let me ask you this question: When Leitner hit the shot in Philadelphia, just try to describe. Everyone sees how. Uh, I think it was Thomas Hill was crying. Guys were yeah. diving all over. What was the locker like when you finally got into the locker room after that shot? Can you describe it to to our FDU audience? You know, it was um, you know it was ecstatic. <laughs> I mean, it was it was unbelievable. What, what the, the the scene that that Tommy Emmerker and I, yes. who many know in New Jersey, of sure. Seton Hall coach and yep. at Harvard now, and yep. he and I were the assistants at the time and. We Sean Woods hits the runner over the top of Leitner. We oh, call a timeout, oh. and it doesn't look good. He banked it, and didn't he? Banked it. he banked it. Yep. And as they're coming to the bench, Mike's saying to the guys, we got this. We're going to win this. And Tommy and I are looking at each other <laughs> as knucklehead assistants. Like, sure. does he know what's going on here? Like, we're in trouble. And, and what struck me was, and I certainly learned a lot, was he was so darn positive. Right. about how we were going to figure out a way to win way it. Win it yes. That I think just setting the mindset before yeah. he drew up any play right. kind of set the tone. But Tommy and I laugh about that oh. all the time. We were looking at each other like, you know, I don't know. This looks a, <laughs> a little tougher than coaches say. <laughs> but, Mike, you but, see uh, it like the way um, you coach. When you're on the sidelines, I mean, I know the one, like, I think it was, I don't know how many overtime games – you you exude that, and you laugh yeah. with your players. You the connection that you have, and I spoke to Kyle McAlarney, who's back in Staten Island, who just had his, I believe, a daughter. And he I did, he did, I, yeah. I did a little homework, and he was like the the confidence that Coach Bray instills in, in his players is something that is just magical, and you can see it. It, it co- like on the tube, you it exudes that, and I guess. It sounded like Morgan Wooten was very positive, and at that point in, in the game, Mike Shashevsky was. So that, that's yeah. a, a learned skill. Yeah, I think so. And I think you know, trying to be poised, even though you know, Greg, you know it. You you know, inside you may be tied up in knots. Right. At least try and come across with your guys. <laughs> exactly. You know that we're poised. We're okay to smile a little bit. I've. You know, you, I've tried to, you know, we've, we've done that more in the last seven or eight years, and I think guys play with a freer mind. and Yes. Uh, you know, and, that, and I think that's it, it's helped me in a, maybe an enjoyable place to play. Going forward, Mike, you've been at Notre Dame now. This is going to be your 18th year. How do you keep yourself fresh, motivated? I mean, uh, yeah. what, what do you do as a, co- as a coach at a place for that long? Not many guys – uh, have been at a at a major major institution for that length of time. What what's what's your recipe for success? Well, I've been lucky. I think one of the things that helped me, and I miss the old Big East, and, and, and right. but joining the ACC was almost like taking a new coaching job without leaving here. It That's was a good a point. challenge, and it kind of got you on your toes again, and it refreshed you, and it, it really challenged you. And yes. so you know, we're four years into this league, and. 
the first year didn't go so well, but the last three have been pretty darn good. And so we've kind of got a, we've got kind of a, an identity in the league now. I love coaching against the coaches in this league and the different programs in this league. Sure. And then I've had some turnover in my staff, where now I uh, have, yeah. because I've been at a place so long, I have all of my former players back as assistants. That's incredible. Who we oh know? Let's give them some props. Got, let me hear. Let me hear names. I got Ryan Humphrey, who who oh, was a yeah. first round draft pick, and graduated in 02. Oh yeah. Um, Ryan Ayers, who oh. played for me, got out. I want to say in 09. Sure. Um, Eric Atkins is my video guy. One of my oh. recent point guards got yes. out about five years, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Harold Swanigan, who got played with Humphrey, is my ops oh, guy. Sure. You know, four four guys that played for me and are Notre Dame grads are on the staff. And that, that's really energizing oh. having them back. They've got good young energy, and they've been great recruiting, and they've been even better, more importantly, connecting with our current players. Before we let you go, how much do you love? I know it's there's so many NCAA rules, and we can't break them, and you can't break them to talk about particular players, but how much do you love coming back to Jersey and New York recruiting, Mike? I love that area. You know, New Jersey, you know, yeah. New Jersey. And that, New Name Jersey the Jersey, like Ke- Kelly Chapuka, uh, Troy Murphy, yeah. keep going yeah, with I mean, uh, Todd Palmer. If we leave Todd somebody Palmer. out, we're going to be in trouble. Well, you know, we got – There's we got, so many. You, know, you go back, you got Brokaw and Schumann. Oh, back in the day. those guys. You know, they went to school with my brother, play. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. No, I don't want to stop you. Troy. Certainly Troy. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Todd Palmer was yeah. with us. Uh, Steve yeah. Astoria from Medford who just graduated. Oh, probably yes. Go over to Europe. Had a great career for us. Right. Um, so that area, you know, when, when we used to go back and play at Seton Hall, we would have a lot of Notre Dame people at the stands. I mean, that's a good corridor. Oh. And certainly the, the ACC tournament was in Brooklyn last year, and it will be in Brooklyn again. Now, so for our ND people sure. uh, up and down I-95. I-95 from D.C. to Boston, that's a good stretch for the Irish. Oh, that whole stretch that's, is pretty good for that's the Irish. That's a very, very strong. My, my high school coach, Jerome Halligan, was a Notre Dame grad. My oh, my brother graduated. I always forget. I'm going to get in trouble. I believe 1974. From he was at the uh, Digger Phelps, the UCLA game that broke the. He was at the game. He was oh, at the God. game, and obviously we're all mourning now. Arab Parsegian, who yeah. was just. I mean, when I was growing up, I was a young boy. He was Notre Dame football. He. He really is royalty out here, and he's and, and he's such a great example of how to be an educator and a teacher at this place. You Amen. know, his style yes. and his demeanor and how he handled young people, uh, the kind of guy he was off the field. He's loved. He's, a, uh, he's just a good – he was a good man, uh, you know. And sure. the, the uh, funeral services sure. are going to be this weekend, and there will be a parade uh. of – some really interesting people and former players coming uh, back. Actually, the memorial service is going to be in Purcell Pavilion, uh, wow. the Choice Center, a basketball arena on Sunday. Well, you know, our prayers are with the Parsegian fan. The man lived an incredible, incredible life. Uh, Mike, you're you're still you're a young man, and I know already you're going to go down in Notre Dame law as one of the great ones. We're gonna, we went from the Bruce, we're going to take out the, the Notre Dame fight song, which you never get I old. I love it. You I never get it. tired well, of let it. Me, let me say congratulations to you.
you and all you've done with the FDU uh, program. A lot of respect for what you're doing there. Hey, Mike, I appreciate it. I appreciate you letting us come out and trying to beat you guys a few years from now. <laughs> I've got a player whose dad, uh, Pat McNamara's dad, went to the University of Notre Dame, and we, we need to get you back on the schedule before Pat graduates. Maybe we could talk about that at some point in let's, time. Let's get you out, but I'm going to have three Irish Catholic reps. <laughs> well, you always do. You always do. <laughs> Mike, hey, listen, have fun at Rehoboth, man. You're the best. I appreciate your time. You, Go Irish. You, Peace. You, and we'll be back with more after this. This is Joe Beningo from WFAN, and you're listening to The Greg Horrendous Show on WFDU in Jersey.